Hey Lab Rats, it's Kendra. And this is Jessica. And you're listening to Lucid, Lucid Lab. Lab. So hopefully we're not here for seven and a half hours today. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode we did for John Bonet ended up taking us a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, it took a while. I was editing and I remember partway through the episode, I was like, this is going to be a five hour episode. And we were laughing. Well, it was a very long episode. We edited it down, but we spent, I think, probably nine hours mm -hmm. sitting in our studio. Yeah. <laughs> But today we're here with Lab Reports, which Yay. I think all of you know, it's one of our favorite times because we get to hear from you guys. Yep. We get to hear from you and it's awesome. Always. And we're getting really sweet notes from some people. So thank you for that. It makes our hearts happy mm -hmm. to hear from you. So Christmas is well over now. We're into 2024 and I hope your year's off to a good start. We were both traveling over the holidays and we're back. Yep. I got to go see my family. It was a drive, not a fly. Yes. But it's always nice to see my family in New Mexico. I have a really big family. I'm the only one that left the coop. So <laughs> every time me and my daughter get a chance to go down, we will try. It's harder than you think. Yes. Seven hours, seven and a half hour difference is hard to accomplish. I'm about to go through that because my oldest is moving and my kids, you know, I've always had right next to me, but my mm -hmm. oldest is... 22 now just had a birthday and is branching out on their own and moving to California so I have to prepare for that because they'll be gone at the end of January and wow, I've always had soon. my kids so close and yeah. yeah I'm going to feel I don't know how I'm gonna feel I'll be all in the feels probably but I already booked a trip <laughs> they haven't even moved there yet and I was like I'm coming at the end of March because yeah I know I'm gonna want to come out there but where they are moving is near Yosemite oh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to listen to my next episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I've talked about it on here before. I have this deal that I want to hit all the national parks. Mm -hmm. So I can hit up Yosemite and Sequoia. It's two mm -hmm. hours away from where they're going to be moving. And then they're also near San Francisco. So I'm going to plan like this whole fun trip Ooh, to California. I've never been to San Francisco and I've always wanted to go. And anytime I've ended up in California, no one would go with me. It's one of my favorite cities in the U.S. I So I'll go with you to Love California. San Francisco. San okay. Francisco. Well, once. Go visit your kiddo. Yes. I'll let you know because I used to go out to San Francisco for work a lot and it just really grew on me. Yeah. I love that city. I think we've talked about it. But yeah, Yosemite. Interesting. Okay. So okay. something's coming on the next episode. Literally, but... Yosemite is the place okay. for my next episode. So that's a little teaser. Okay. Well, I hope it doesn't change my mind about going there. I don't think it will. I okay. mean, stuff is in the past. Things are in the past. But There's no like cult that's sacrificing tourists from Colorado or anything. There's cults everywhere, Kendra. That's true. And they like to sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> and California is prime time cult life. We have talked about that because yeah. you're the cult girl. Yeah. You've done all the cults. I do have a cult episode coming up. Yay. I'm researching it right now. They're hard to get a grasp of. Yeah. And you're in it for a minute. So it's your turn. Yes. I will take it on <laughs> gladly. I think that's coming in a couple episodes. Nice. Well, let's get into our stories. Yes. And I think I'm going to kick it off today. Yes. So the first story I have came in via email and the email title was Swamp Thing. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Intriguing. Lucid Lab Ladies. 
Just want to start off saying how much I love your show. I started listening for the true crime episodes, starting with your recount of the Julie Buskin murder. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I grew up in Oklahoma and remember hearing about her murder on the news while I was still in high school. Oh, wow. That poor girl and her family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big one. Still, I still think about that because she was about to leave the next morning and go home. I know. Her whole life was ahead of her. She was just starting and yeah. Yeah. After listening to that one, I found myself sucked in for all of your other episodes, even the ones that were not true crime. I've been stuck in a bit of a podcast rut, only <laughs> listening to true crime cases. So having a little paranormal and history mixed in has been really good for me. <laughs> it's true, though. You get into that yes. and you're like, all right, I've heard enough about murder. I've heard enough about serial killers. But it's how do you tell the story? Right. And because, it can, yeah. yeah. I've I, had some trouble listening to paranormal from other podcasters. I'm not saying we're good at it. No. We suck at everything. <laughs> we will never but claim I, that. I get the struggle there because I've yes. had trouble listening to other podcasters do paranormal. Yes. I don't find it intriguing, to be honest, most of the time. It depends. Yes, I find it intriguing. And I think that's the reason we do it the way we do is when you get that backstory behind it. Yeah. Instead of just listening and they're like, and then this ghost did this and the ghost did that. And then but most of the time we're like, yeah, it doesn't exist. Liars. <laughs> Even though I have my own stuff all the time. I know, like, right. But believe me. I, I don't lie, me. but all these other people, they're just making <laughs> that shit up. Yeah. I enjoy how you girls put the stories together and the banter you have back and forth. I look forward to every Tuesday and downloading your latest episode. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. So I have quite a story for you. Who knows? Maybe it will inspire a future episode. Ooh. Ooh. Or at the very least, give you a good tale for your upcoming lab reports. Here you are. Yes, you are here. Congratulations. I don't have a name yet. This is pride, not prize. <laughs> I said that once recently because there's a, a radio station here and they do like these little competitions and people call in and do stuff and it's called pride, not prize. Oh, so you don't get okay. anything. That's what we do here. That is what we offer it you. It is pride, not prize. We will share your story. Yep. So I went to school at LSU. I met a boy there and we ended up staying. LSU. I think that's Las Vegas. Isn't no, it? it's Louisiana. Oh. Louisiana State University. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is Las Vegas? Is UNLV. It <laughs> Why did I say that then? I don't know. L. LSU, I only know that because my boyfriend, Drew, his whole family is New Orleans based. Oh, and okay. Huge LSU fans. Every time we get together with his family, they have like, I think it's purple and gold are their colors. Hmm. And they have a hardcore fan base. Oh, I guess shout out to both Las Vegas and Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she said, let's be honest. It's a hard place to leave once you get sucked into all the insanely good food and nightlife of New Orleans. There is no place like it. We loved living in the New Orleans area, but when the whole COVID disaster struck, my hubby and I decided we would like a place that is further removed from lots of people, and our jobs allowed us the flexibility to relocate. We are avid runners, bikers, kayakers, basically you name an outdoor activity and we are down. Well, uh... I can't keep up. I don't do any of that, even <laughs> though I live in Colorado and I should do all of that. I would love to do all of that. I really <laughs> would love to do all of that. So moving into a more rural part of Louisiana seemed like a natural fit for us, skaters and all. Oh, okay. We were ready to embrace the bayou life. Is it stinky? 
I don't know. I don't think I've ever spent much time in the bayou. I mean, is it really humid? I think it is, right? In Louisiana. Yeah, it's very humid there. I grew up in Texas and I lived down in Houston for a while, which is pretty close to New Orleans. I think it's only like a three, four hour drive. And it is so freaking hot Uh, in the summertime. It would rain, which usually cools it off, but not in Houston and probably not in New Orleans. It rains and it just like makes it more like... I think of like what a lizard lives in. What am I thinking of? Like a terrarium. It just gets hotter Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of the rain. So really, if I went to live in Louisiana, I would have to live my vampire lifestyle again because I could only be awake at night. Yeah, I would probably. Die. Speaking of vampires, Kendra got me a tarot card deck today and it's a vampire theme. And yes. then she got me some vampire wine to go with it. And now we're talking about New Orleans. Now we're in New Orleans. <laughs> this isn't a vampire story, I don't think. I'm sorry, but you went to Louisiana. Yes. So the summer after we moved there, two of my husband's friends from Wisconsin came to visit us for a few days. While they were in town, we wanted to make sure they got the full Louisiana experience from crawfish boils to the French Quarter to beignets. Oh, my God, beignets. (laughs) They're the best. One of the ideas we thought would be fun and unique was to take them into the nearby swamp. Mm. Now, the smart thing to do when visiting Louisiana and wanting to explore the swamps is to book a tour with one of the many companies that offer kayak and paddle boat tours. But I didn't say we were all that smart. Oh, (laughs) Did you get some boots at least? (laughs) So we decided to adventure out on our own with the kayaks that we owned in the garage. (laughs) Any outdoorsy person knows that you are always looking for a reason to use the gear that you have invested money in. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We know a lot of people like that here in Colorado. Or I don't really personally know anybody like that because I (laughs) go out, but I... We just see them. I've heard We see them in their cars and the kayaks on top. (laughs) It's paddle boarding big time out here. Mm -hmm. It is. My husband and I had spent quite a bit of time in the swamp and although we weren't quite up to the guide designated level we felt comfortable taking our friends in the honey island swamp is one of the most beautiful areas in the state many might be afraid to go in there thinking you will be eaten by gators but fear not oh really fear not she's saying okay they are too lazy for the most part to mess with humans passing by in boats but what (laughs) you should fear most is the vast amount of pesky little mosquitoes yeah so don't forget that bug spray Ugh. I probably won't ever go into the swamp because mosquitoes love me. Mm. I would be eaten alive. Our plan was to go out in the mid-morning, do some hiking, kayak for a bit, and then head home before it got dark. The swamp, while beautiful and serene to me during the daylight hours, takes on a different vibe, a more eerie vibe when the sun sets. Ooh, I can imagine that too. Like just all these glowing eyeballs. Yes, fireflies. Looking at you through the trees and the water. And gators. I am afraid of alligators, so. Yeah, I'm pretty afraid of those guys. I They have big teeth. Especially if they're like <laughs> right below your boat. Yeah. Who knows if you like knock them in the head with something and that just makes them angry. They get That's pissed. scary. And then you have no arm (laughs) or anything at all you have no life (laughs) your head is gone unfortunately we had a little too much fun the night before and we couldn't get our hungover butts out of bed as planned but it was our friend's last day in louisiana before heading home and we didn't want them to miss their chance to see a gator and experience the nature of louisiana so we rallied, packing up a cooler with snacks and beer because hair of the dog just kidding (laughs) And beer, because hair of the dog is my kind of cure for the hangover. What is a hair of a dog? You've never heard of the hair of the dog? Sorry, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what they say. Like, so if you go out drinking and you're hungover, they always say the cure is hair of the dog. Is that just to have another drink? Yes, exactly. Keep it going. Gotcha. Maybe hair of the dog is a Southern phrase because I heard that all the time growing Hmm. up in Texas. I never really, I knew that people would say, you know, have another beer or have something like that. But yeah, I don't know where like what the root of it is, like hair of the dog. Mm. I'm sure there's something. Maybe we'll do an episode on it now. There's so many weird sayings and we don't know where they come from. A witch. <laughs> Probably. I mean, we're in Louisiana. Voodoo. Hair of the dog. Voodoo. That's Voodoo. what it's got to be. Yeah. So we packed up the cooler with snacks and beer and we brought along our kayaks. We ended up arriving into the park around 2 p.m. The sun doesn't set until 8 around these parts in summertime, so we still had plenty of time for exploration. We spent the first couple of hours hiking the boardwalks and stopping for a picnic. We saw all the wildlife, so many birds, a couple of turtles, and we even saw a snake slithering out in the water. Just one? out in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Around 4 p.m., after a couple of beers, we decided it was time to venture off in the kayaks and see some areas you can't visit without a boat. My husband and I were in one kayak and our friends took the other one. They grew up around lakes and were experienced sportsmen like my husband, so we didn't have any reason to worry about their skill set with keeping up and navigating the waterways. Okay. That's good. You don't want people in the swamp with the gators who don't know how to use a kayak. That would be me. I don't know how to use a kayak. like, ooh, a newbie. (laughs) Smells sweet. You'd be their mule. So we set off into the swamp. We had a slight beer buzz going on, and our goal was to get away from all the other tourist groups that were out and about, because there are so many, especially during the early summer. We got into a rhythm with the paddling and we were kind of quiet, just soaking it all in. We pulled off into a more desolate area and just kept going. All of a sudden, one of our friends whispered loudly, Oh my God, look up to the left. And we saw an eagle. Oh. We stopped paddling for a bit and just sat there to watch this majestic bird. He was just hanging out in the top of a huge cypress tree. It's really crazy seeing eagles because I'll see them here too. Yeah. And they look like dinosaurs in the They're sky. They're insanely you know, large. You're just yeah. driving and you're like, what is that? That is so large. And then they end up landing somewhere and you're like, oh, it's an eagle. You're like, it's a pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, Seriously. No. They're huge if you have never seen an eagle in real life it is quite an experience yes (laughs) it is they are huge the eagle (laughs) (laughs) this is why she listens to our podcast i guess so (laughs) the eagle did not care about us at all almost seemed like he was sitting there posing knowing that we thought he was cool but then he flew (laughs) away and we just began paddling further in the trees in the swamp are hundreds of years old and they have moss hanging down everywhere from the branches. And as you get deeper into the swamp, they can block out the light from the sun. Mm. So you feel like it's darker or maybe later out than it actually is. Yeah. Those trees. What am mm. I thinking of? I'm thinking of maybe Princess and the Frog because I'm a oh, Disney. Yeah. Isn't it? Because that's in Louisiana yeah, and they go out there. in the boats. Yeah. And the frogs and all mm-hmm. that. And I remember the, the cartoon trees with all the... Right now, in my mind, what I'm picturing is where the crawdads sing. That's another that's, one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that more recently anyway. <laughs> so I watched that recently that. too on a plane. We ended up in an area that was dark, like I just described. And I can't say I wasn't a little spooked, but I was with three grown men. So everything should be fine, right? Yeah, unless they're babies. <laughs> We also never venture out without some pepper spray, never know when there's nut job humans around, and a large (laughs) knife for the crazy wildlife, so I am confident wherever we go. It was probably around 6 p.m. by this point, and we had gone quite a ways in, so we thought it would be best to start turning around to get back to where our car was parked. 
We all pulled over to the side of the swamp to take a break before we headed back, and we cracked open a few beers. I want to know what kind of beers you drank. Hmm. I wonder what the Louisiana beer is. In Texas, it was like Shiner Bach, and if you were really cheap, you drank Lone Star. (laughs) I haven't heard of that. I feel like there is a Louisiana beer, but Hmm. I can't think of it right now. Sorry. Let us know. I had it at like a little Cajun restaurant. What's your Bud Light? What's your Rolling Rock? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's different everywhere, I think. Yeah. While we were sitting there talking and sipping, we heard a rustle in the trees on the river bank across from where we were parked. There are many wild animals in the swamp other than gators, including raccoons, wild boars, and just your regular squirrels and chipmunks. So it wouldn't be out of place for us to spot one of those. The rustling continued, and we were all looking for what the source of the sound was. I took out my small little binoculars... Yes, I am an old lady now that brings these along to see birds. Don't laugh. It will happen to you at some point, too. (laughs) We needed that when we were trying to get food from Santiago's earlier. I couldn't read the menu. (laughs) (laughs) I started scanning the riverbank expecting to see something basic like a raccoon. But as I was looking, I saw a dark matted fur ball in between two trees. I got excited. Maybe we were about to see a bear. That would be a good story for the guys to take back. In the swamp? No one expects to see a bear in a swamp. Okay. (laughs) But they are actually out there. Oh. They have black bears in Louisiana, and they're known to frequent the swamps. Interesting. Very. I had no clue. For some reason, I was just picturing a weird furry thing from the labyrinth instead. A little uh, furl bog. I'm trying to think what's the (laughs) word. I feel like you brought one up. What were they called? Cabolds. Cabolds. Oh, in the Krampus? Yes. The Krampus episode. We all quieted down so as not to scare whatever it was away, and I passed the binoculars over to my husband and said, I think I just spotted a bear, and pointed in the direction. Before he could even put the device up to his eyes, though, all four of us saw something that to this day I cannot explain. A very large human-like arm covered in black matted fur reached out from the tree and gripped the trunk in front of where I had just been zoomed in. It had claws that looked like a bear, but they were different too. Long and twisted, yellowed. I don't know how to explain this arm, but it just was not animal-like. Wasn't a bear? That's what she's saying. Bigfoot? More along the lines of a well-built bodybuilder man with an overgrowth of arm hair. So it wasn't completely. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like it was ripped. (laughs) (laughs) He was just a very hairy man. (laughs) Could have been. But it is the bayou. (laughs) If it was an animal, he was having hair loss problems. Um, But if it was a man, he needs to get some nail clippers. Sounds like he's got some claws going on. Sounds like he's alone for a reason. (laughs) Don't want those coming at (laughs) you. I felt chills in my body. What the fuck were we looking at? I mean, we just gave you some options. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a guy living out. He's living his best life dirty. in the bayou. And he actually doesn't have that much hair. It's just the dirt on his arm that you're seeing. <laughs> No one spoke. We all sat there in sort of shock. And then it got even more wild. A head popped out next to that arm and it was staring straight at us. Fuck. Chills went through my spine. I probably stopped breathing. The head looking at us did not have thick matted fur on it like the arm. It was just a face. It was more skull-like. Okay. With beady and piercing yellow eyes. Well, now he just sounds like... What the fuck is that? Pre-human. He is... Neanderthal. One of them. There's a lots of options in the past. <laughs> <laughs> this creature was unlike anything else I had ever seen or thought of. It was like a horror movie happening right there in real life. My guess was that it was around six to eight feet tall, but mm. honestly, I don't know. 
It was just a large being and it chilled me to the very bone. That's all I know. Do you have any beignets for him? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Start throwing a beer. Hey, dude, want a beer? That's quite large. I cannot even say what the other three men were doing. It was so quiet. We were all in shock, mesmerized by this animal slash man on the riverbank. I now understand why people say they don't get good pics of UFOs or Bigfoot or any other creature you can think of that people doubt exists. You are too fucking scared, <laughs> shocked, in disbelief to even think about grabbing something to take a picture. I could see that. I would probably freeze. I felt like we stared at this humanoid figure for a good 30 minutes. In actuality, it was probably like 15 seconds. Yeah. And then he disappeared. Where? He's loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think the swamps are like so much trees, right? Oh, mm -hmm. it just is it kind of like the Aokikahara forest where it kind it's, of just dampens noise and we'll have to look up some pictures because I'm not familiar with New Orleans, but I think okay. the swamps are pretty well soundproof. What's the word I'm thinking soundproof? of? Soundproof? Carpeted with. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's the swamp where you're in the waterway but then the river banks I think are really lush and full of these huge cypress trees and noise can run around yeah. noise counseling noise canceling <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's probably like moss and shit growing everywhere I would guess I don't know someone from Louisiana tell me we're just two girls in Colorado we know nothing about this I assume a lot of murders happen out there then I would assume so too I've only uh, been I've only been to New Orleans I have driven over the swamps and I remember being freaked out because you're on a bridge for like I don't know 30 miles in mm. the swamps because they're so there's not just crocodiles in those waters apparently there's some creepy humanoid in bodies <laughs> <laughs> he had had his fun scaring the peon humans and then he vanished we heard a slight rustle and that was it we then snapped out of our dazes and looked at each other the two friends with us were sheet white and my husband seemed shaken up too we sat there for a couple more minutes and waited to see if we would hear anything else what if this thing was stalking us was he toying with us to see what we would do? Or did he simply just peek out of his lair to see who dared come into his space? And realizing we were no threat, got back to what he was doing before we floated into his area. <laughs> we didn't see him again and knew we needed to get the hell out of there. <laughs> because... <laughs> Not one of us wanted to be stuck in the dark now with a creature like that out there. Mm -hmm. Can I get a fuck no? Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm no. not hanging out with, I don't know. Fuck I don't no. <laughs> I don't like really hairy men regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just a dude, I'm out. <laughs> no offense. You can have hair all you want. Girl or guy. Doesn't matter. So we paddled our butts off. It was like we were in a competitive race to get back to the dock where we started. We made it back just as the sun was beginning to set, got our kayaks loaded and went home. No one really talked the whole way back. It was like we didn't want to admit what just happened to each other, even though we clearly all saw it. Mm -hmm. When we got back to our house, I think we felt safe enough at that point to discuss what the fuck just happened in the swamp. We all started rationalizing what it could have been. Probably just a bear with some kind of fucked up disease that yeah. caused his hair <laughs> to be patchy. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's balding. Hair loss problems. <laughs> That was all. We didn't just see a fucking cryptid monster 30 miles from our house. <laughs> That's impossible. But now it has your scent. Oh, no. It's like going to come back. The girl with the three boys. <laughs> <laughs> our friends left the next morning and life went back to normal as it does. But my husband and I were still pretty shaken up by it all. One night, about three days after our swamp excursion, we decided to start researching Swamp Thing, Swamp Monster, <laughs> whatever you could put into the good old internet. And our heart dropped deep into our stomach when we came across the legend of the Rougarou. Oh, the hand. I've never heard of a Rougarou. Rougarou or Rougaloo? Rougarou. Oh, kangaroo, but Rougarou. Yeah. 
The hand-drawn images on the internet, along with the description of what this werewolf-like beast supposedly Mm. looks like, was spot on with what we know we saw that evening. Mm. But I thought his face didn't have hair. Hmm. Cajun legends have been around for years and years. Apparently seeing one of these beings is bad luck. So everyone better pray for us. (laughs) We pray for you right now. Shit. I can't say 100% that we ran into a Rougarou that day, but I really don't have another explanation for what we saw. So that's we were my drunk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really just a normal guy. It was one of the tour guides from the other place, and he was waving to you. They have the suit. They have a Krampus suit that they bring out Maybe for silly co- little yeah. kids that like to take kayaks out where <laughs> crocodiles are and where they shouldn't be. You were out in the middle of nowhere. So that's my story and close call I have personally had with the paranormal realm. Thought you would appreciate the email and maybe <laughs> maybe inspiration for a future episode. The Rougarou. The Rougarou. Sounds Never like heard of this. Pasta for some reason. It's spelled like, you know how you make a roux? This yeah. is actually a Louisiana thing. It makes sense that it's a Cajun animal, I guess. Because Rue is spelled R-O-U-X, mm-hmm. which is how you like, make your soup. And he makes soup with people in his swamp. He might. Rougarou. Kind of a fun word to say. I don't know. I think I would probably start saying it wrong if I tried to say it too many times too fast. Rugaroo, 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 rugaroo. And then he gets mad at you for calling his name wrong. Oh no! I just said it four times. Oh God! Is he going to show up? Is it like Candyman? Stay the course with what you two are doing, and I will continue to be a listener. Can't wait to see what the two of you bring up next. Your very lucid listener. Anita. 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 I like that name. Thank you. That was fun. Not for you, but. (laughs) Yeah. It probably wasn't fun for you. Maybe in retrospect, it's not so bad, but Rougarou, you gave me a new thing to look at. Maybe it will be part of a Louisiana episode. Could be. You know, we've talked about doing voodoo and and things like that. So who knows? Well, thank you, Anita. Thank you, Anita. We enjoyed that. Keep listening. We love you. Thank you. All right, so I have the next one, and this is called The Hawaiian Creeper. Ooh, creepy. Creepy, creepy Hawaiian creeper. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Jessica and Kendra. Hi. Hello. My name is Monique, and I just love you guys, you two together. Chef's kiss. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) You are amazing to listen to. You keep things real. Every week, I can't wait for another episode. I was really sad when there wasn't one this week, Mm. but I completely understand. You girls have been going nonstop for a while. And like you said, you did warn us that it would happen at some point. So this, she must have wrote in. She must have. When when was that? Around Thanksgiving, I think. Was it Thanksgiving? Yeah, probably. It was around Thanksgiving when we could not record. I don't remember when the episode mm -hmm. came out. We're sorry. So she says, but I thought I would do my part during this break and send in a little story. Thank thank you. you. Some of the lab reports so far have been crazy, and I'm not sure if mine will be up to par, but here I am, and I hope you like it. You don't have to compete with anyone. Please don't. Send us your story. The whole point is it's individual stories. Exactly. So once upon a time, I was in Maui for vacation. That's a good time. It is hard to think about now because of what happened. My heart Mm. goes out to everyone there. This story will be a little sad to tell because I was staying in Lahaina while I was there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I saw when I was there might not be there now. I don't know. Yeah. Memories it, stuck yeah. in time. I was about to say anyone who's traveled to Maui feels this. So yeah. we're with you because yeah. Lahaina is a big part of Maui. Yeah. I was even talking about that yeah. a long time ago. 
a long time ago. Who knows? It was that months ago. <laughs> I don't know. Our, our time is. It's a mess. I have it's no not idea. linear in our life anymore. It's, yeah. It's jumbled. <laughs> so she says, but I am more upset about the loss of life, how everyone was treated, the displacement of everyone, the secrecy and the lack of information. Yeah. We haven't forgotten. Where are the children? Hmm. Oprah, <laughs> where are they? She's eating them. <laughs> Actually, she uh, it, did you, she might. Have you seen Oprah recently? She looks like she's on Ozempic. She's like super thin now. I know. She's always been a yo-yo with that, though. Yeah. I won't get into all of that here. I know you girls are prone to going off in tangents, but this is lab reports, not a normal episode. So I will move on for now. You're still welcome to go off on one if you want. Don't worry. I will we never are- stop you. <laughs> Don't worry, we already have in the first uh, story. I keep calling them episodes. The first story. These are (laughs) mini episodes. I guess, yeah. They're little mini episodes. So I was in Lahaina. It was beautiful. Weather was perfect. It rained a couple of the days we were there, but not for long. I went with my beautiful friend Becky and we had a blast. We were there for eight days. We tried to do everything we could. We had a couple of just beach days, but also wanted to explore. It was our first time leaving Kansas. Yes, I did say multiple (laughs) times, Becky, we're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) It's quite different. (laughs) Okay, I didn't do that right because in parentheses it says, make sure to use a silly accent. Okay, Um, do it again. Now I'm scared. (laughs) Becky, we're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) I don't know, but now I sound like I'm from England. You try. Oh, Becky, we're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) Where's Toto? Toto's dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're silly today. Because honestly, throughout the entire trip, I still couldn't believe it. Maui was like another world. It is. I still miss it and I think about it often, but darn trips are expensive and I haven't made it back out there and I'm not sure when or if I will ever get to again. Which you might question why I want to go back after hearing my story, but I'm a bit of a risk taker now and now I want to go back. (laughs) Maybe she wants revenge. (laughs) Mm, Maybe. So the story. One of the days we decided to drive around and went around to the other side of the island. We heard it was better to try and get out of the tourist area if we could to really see the beauty of Maui. So we planned a day for it. We were on this main road where only one car could pass in some areas and we stopped to take some pictures in front of a waterfall. But as we were standing there, a couple of guys came up to us and offered to take our picture. It was just the four of us at that point, and it did make me a little nervous, but we agreed. As I was standing there, it was only then that I realized that they were just walking. Like they weren't in a car? They didn't have a car, and they weren't on bikes. And I found that to be odd because it seemed like the road would be quite dangerous to just be walking up. And this is two girls by themselves, of Mm -hmm. course, their radar's up. Yep. And people coming up and saying, I'll take your picture, that can be a mm-hmm. mm, I don't know there really wasn't anywhere safe to jump and get out of the way if you were on the road but I let it go and he handed my camera back we were about to start walking back to our car when another car came around the bend and stopped to talk to the two men it was an old red truck Mm-mm. again I had an uneasy feeling and I told Becky that we needed to leave yeah get in your car now. and get out <laughs> she told me to calm down and got mad at me because I said it a little too loud. Okay. I'm not very aware of the volume of my voice when I'm stressed out, (laughs) but they didn't hear me. I rushed her to the car, and as we were about to get in, I noticed the two guys jump in the truck, and they drove past us heading in the direction that we were going to be going. Okay. You can change your direction. No. (laughs) Don't go with them. I am a bit of a scaredy cat, so I just sat there for a minute and suggested that we head back. 
What if they drove ahead to wait for us at another yeah, spot? That's where my mind would go. Mm-hmm. This time it was the level of her voice that shot up. Um, excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to try and beat Becky. Becky. <laughs> um, excuse me. We've only been out this way for like an hour. Absolutely not. <laughs> so she's like, whatever. Those them. guys were fine. Untwist those panties. Let's get moving. <laughs> Becky says what she means, and I was trying to ruin the day. So she says, <laughs> or save our lives, right? But you do what Becky says. So, and then you die. <laughs> Becky's not good for making decisions, I've decided. No, I just can't say Becky without wanting to do the Valley Girl <laughs> accent for some reason. Mm-hmm. I still didn't feel good about it, but I started driving. We didn't see anyone else for a little while, but then noticed a spot where we could pull over and stop again. This time there was a little path. There were other cars there and I could see a couple of people up on the path. Thankfully, the car the guys were in wasn't there. So we got out and decided that we were going to take this little hike and see what the path was about. Yeah. I want to say that I am so happy we did because the scenery was to die for and the view was unreal. Mm -hmm. But let's just say my uneasy feeling was justified. Not at that moment, but when we were walking back down the path to get to the rental car, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. Uh Uh-oh. I stopped and stared at it for a second because it was far away. It was across the way from where we were standing, essentially on another side of the mountain across this steep little baby gorge. Okay. Sorry, I'm not great with words and probably I'm doing a horrible job of explaining the scenery. But if you've been there, hopefully you have an idea of what I mean. I'm like assuming it just goes down yeah, and comes I remember, right back up. Because there's so many mountains. If Because I'm assuming they're in the middle of the island because Maui's like dry on the outside. So they have to be on the inside. And yeah. there's all those curvy. Because mm. we did the road to Hana and we pulled over in some places and there were these one lane bridges. And mm. so I'm picturing. It's just this, like a deep. Yeah. And that's where the waterfalls down. all would go down and such. Right back up. Yeah. Right. As I stared for a bit, I realized what I was seeing. It was a fucking face staring back at me between some bushes or trees. Oh, was it a swamp thing like Anita? <laughs> I know. This is kind of kind of funny. Yeah. Similar. What if this Roo, what was it called? Roo-roo. <laughs> the Roo-roo. The kangaroo's the cousin. Got on a boat and went to Hawaii. I mean, they could be everywhere. Maybe. She says, imagine this. Imagine tightly bunched up tall bushes and then boom, a face in the middle of it. Nope. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tell where this person could possibly be standing for their face to be in the middle of this. And I saw no body attached to the fucking face. It's a floating head. (laughs) Fuck. I couldn't talk for a moment, but Becky was pulling on my arm. I guess I wasn't responding to her and I just pointed. I kept trying to show her where it was, but she couldn't see it. (laughs) It was far away and my pointing skills were no help, apparently. I told her what I saw and she said that I couldn't possibly make out a face from this distance. But it was a face Mm. and it was staring right at me. She convinced me that even if it was somebody staring at me, that they were too far away to do anything and just to let it go. Um, I don't know. I mean, she says they're on the other side of like a little mountain. Well, yeah, I can't get to you. Yeah, he and can't, you unless can't. he flies. It's a flying face. And <laughs> <laughs> she can't help it that she's gorgeous and he wants to stare. <laughs> Maybe. At that point, I was ruining our excursion because my senses were heightened. I was no longer fun to Monique and she wasn't having it. I love her to death, but girl, let me breathe when I see scary shit. (laughs) Just as I was about to start walking with her after our little spat, I looked again and the face was gone. He or it was gone. It floated away. Yeah. 
I told her she needed to drive because I couldn't. I was too shaken up. And now I know I probably sound like a little baby, but it was very unnerving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Floating Some heads in bushes. A head staring at me. <laughs> staring at you. That's unnerving. Maybe it was like a... Like the Easter Islands is what I'm thinking of, you know, where they have oh, like not those real. heads. And then they painted yes. it. Maybe they right. painted it. That's but what I was thinking. Like where did something... it go then? Or maybe she just couldn't find it again when she looked back. Mm. Hmm. But we got to the car and as we were about to get in, I saw the truck, the oh, red shit. truck. It was parked a couple cars over. They weren't inside the car, but where were they then? Because they would have had to pass us on the path if they were walking. The bushes mm. and the trees were too packed tight to have walked through them and go somewhere else. I was officially freaked out. That finally actually freaked her out too. And she agreed to drive back to town. She wasn't ready to be a dead tourist and neither was I. <laughs> no, it's not what <laughs> so we So we didn't aspire. push our luck and we drove back off the way we came. All was good. Nothing weird on our drive down. We got into town and decided to stop by the grocery store. Everything was so expensive there that we only grabbed some essentials and headed back to our hotel. We had planned to be gone all day, but now that we were back, we needed something to do. So we signed up for a dinner show to go see, pricier than we had planned, but we were celebrating not dying. So it seemed <laughs> fitting, you know, girl math. Go have a luau <laughs> now. And you're on vacation. Live your best life. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we take vacations with no money because we're just like, at least it's not here that we are. Exactly. We'll just go. That's why we have credit be cards. somewhere else. <laughs> We got one of those $20 coconut drinks and we were living the life. The first part of the show was great. The food was great. And then these men came out to perform. I can't tell you what it was called, but they were doing something with fire as part of the performance. So yep. they were the dancing fire guys. Let's call them fireflies. Fireflies. I don't know what they're called. But. I don't know. I like that. Uh, she says, I couldn't tell you what they were doing. And it's 3 a.m. right now, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's writing in late. <laughs> it was a long show, too. It was three hours with dinner. Damn. We were about two hours in at that point. I was having a blast, and so was she. We were getting a little tipsy, but I was also getting tired. The day just stressed me out, but I knew one thing. What we were getting too much of on this trip was sleep. <laughs> kind of felt guilty with how much I slept. You don't spend buku money to go to an island just to sleep. Or maybe you do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but sleep we did. <laughs> and we were transitioning into our late 20s. So maybe it was catching up to us. <laughs> You're so old. Oh, my God. <laughs> the late 20s. <laughs> so anyway, we were sitting there watching this fire dance. And one of the guys came right in front of our table. Then another one came and then another. Suddenly, there were four of them dancing with fire just a couple feet from us. I could feel the heat of the flames. Then out of nowhere, one of them stops and just stares at me, breathing mm. all heavy, like the performance was done. I started to clap for a second, but I realized that the rest of them went on dancing, and here's this guy just standing in front of me, staring and breathing heavy. Uh, are you okay, bro? <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, <sighs> I know, <laughs> like you need to you need to catch your breath. I'm watching his like <laughs> body, his sweaty up muscles. And, yes. <laughs> That's why I'd be like, is he about to have like, are you okay, a heart attack? Yeah. And he was wearing next to nothing on top of it. <laughs> oh, was she about to get a lap dance? I, I, don't, I mean, it sounds like there's a table between them. <laughs> Watch out for the fire, though. I froze. He was just starting to scare me. Becky looked at me like, what the heck is he doing? Uh, yeah. And then he closed his eyes. And for a long time, 
still just <laughs> standing there. But when he opened his eyes and he looked down at me and gave me this look and I actually screamed because <laughs> he reminded me of the face in the bushes. Oh, he looked exactly like the face in the bushes. I didn't mean to, but I teared up a little bit and I got up and I walked to the bathroom just really frustrated and crying. Becky followed me. I was fucking terrified. Maybe that was his goal. He just likes to creep girls out, freak them out. It was Hawaiian Creeper was the name. <laughs> Maybe that's his like it's stage just, name. He's mm, the creepy one. And at night for the rich ladies, he's a gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like. Maybe, you know, the older ladies like that when he just stops and stares at them. It could be. They're like, oh, he's hi. like, he's like a <laughs> magic Mike. He's like a little fetish to them. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a muscle man wearing nothing. Well, he's probably wearing like a grass skirt. I'm guessing I'm Banana trying to leaves. remind Yeah. <laughs> and throwing fire in your face and giving you evil faces. And she's like, you are hot. Monique didn't think so. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Older <laughs> ladies think he's okay. hot. He just chose the wrong girl. Like, she's not into that. But no, there'd be she, like 50 other women there that'd be all about it. She's already been creeped out by men today. Yeah. Leave her alone. She does not need any more staring. <laughs> Becky tried to talk some sense into me. There is no way he is the face you saw. No way. <laughs> and you didn't even see a face, Mon. Get real. Mon. <laughs> says Mon. That's her nickname. I guess. Again, it was too far away. I knew she was right. I was losing my mind. I was actually losing my mind because I couldn't help how it made me feel and why the fuck he was staring at me like that when all his other dancing buddies went and did their choreography. It was just really strange. He forgot the step. He was sitting because there trying was, to remember. Because you were so beautiful, Mom. Monique, you are gorgeous <laughs> and men can't stop staring at you is what I'm hearing. He <laughs> forgot his choreography. Yeah, he forgot the words of his hips. <laughs> He was thinking about his hips with you. Sorry, I won't make light of it if he was creepy. I calmed myself down and we went back to the table. The fire boys were done and he left. And now we had some hula dancers out. They're harmless. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I disagree. I <laughs> they calmed me down more while we scraped the desserts off our plates and down the rest of our drinks. The show was finished and I was beat. It was a weird day and I just wanted to go to the room and chill out. But Becky wasn't done. She ate more than me and wanted to go on a walk on the beach for a little while to help her stomach feel better. So here we go again. It's just the two of us walking alone. And now this time it's at night. And then there's a red truck that <laughs> drives onto the beach. No. <laughs> we didn't go far. We walked around talking for about 30 minutes and started to head back to the hotel. As we were going up the stairs from the beach, suddenly someone appeared at the top of the stairs. Uh-oh. It was Fire Guy. We stopped mid-stairs and Becky said, hello, and he didn't say anything at first. Then all of a sudden he just said, I see you, and he walked out of sight. Uh, okay. I would have been like, I see you too. I have eyeballs. Did he mean that like <laughs> metaphorically, like he had this deep connection with her and I see you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he did stare at her for, I would have been like, dude, I know you stared at me for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. You saw me for like ever. I know I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Monique says, I get it. Believe me, this all either sounds really stupid or made up, but it happened. And I remember being pissed off with this second encounter with him because he was a gorgeous man. <laughs> oh, why did he have to be so fucking creepy? Why? This why? time I was the sane one and I told her that was it. I wasn't emotional about it. And I just said, we're going to our room. End of discussion. Make sure he's not behind you. Yeah. So we get up the stairs, peeked around a little bit to see if he was still there, and he wasn't. So we scurried along, got inside, and we went up to our room. And there we stayed the rest of the night. 
we joked that maybe he did that because of my reaction at dinner and he was just getting a kick out of making silly little Taurus girls uncomfortable. I wanted to believe that. And that still might be the case. Probably. Just fucking with you. But the next morning, Becky and I went downstairs for the morning buffet and we saw police in the lobby. Oh, shit. As we walked by, all I heard was, she was staying here. Uh. At first, I didn't think anything of it until later that afternoon when we went back to the room to shower after some time in the pool. I turned on the TV and there was a news story about a missing girl. Oh, no. She was staying at our hotel and she was last seen on the same path that we were on the day before. The exact same path. Oh. She just vanished. She was in town with friends, but they said she really wanted to go on a hike and no one wanted to go with her. So she left on her own and was supposed to be back in a couple of hours and she never came back. Oh, my God. We didn't hear anything more about it and we were leaving the next day. So we left without knowing if she was ever found. I did search for the story when I got home, but I couldn't find anything on her. It was like it never happened. Or maybe she came back later that day and it was all good. Hopefully. We don't know. Maybe she met someone and decided to stay with them because her friends were lame. I don't know. (laughs) God, I hope so. Because all I can think of is the face in the bushes and the fireman with his threat. And I worry that she became a victim of something very bad when it could have been us. I know it's a stretch, but I've always trusted my gut. And something tells me that something nefarious was going on when we were there. And the target was young girls. It's not unheard of. It's It's always young girls. (laughs) Yeah. It's more common than we talk about. But I just pray that she was found okay. Me too. So that's my story. And yes, I do want to go back because it was magical otherwise. But if I got to go soon, it would be with my boyfriend who is a big weightlifter so I could feel a little safer. Hell yeah. Why do creepy men have to ruin everything for us? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let it ruin your Hawaii experience. Good for you. Yeah. So she asks us, would you go back? Yeah. Yeah. I've had lots of creepy experiences in my life and I still go back to those places. And I don't mean like I'm talking about creepy dude experiences. Like they're everywhere though as a woman. Yeah. Thank you ladies for such an amazing podcast. It's a fun time. I absolutely love it. And I love you too. I love you two together. One of my favorite things each week. Can't wait to see what you guys have in store for December. Keep it up and Merry Christmas. Aw, well, Mary was Christmas. (laughs) Happy Mary belated everything. And thank you for writing in. Yeah, that was quite a a story. Crazy story. And I'm glad you and Becky are safe. Yes. I hope that other girl was just lost for a minute. And I hope you make it back to Hawaii, Monique. Don't let some creeper dude ruin your life. Thank you so much for writing in, Monique. That was a great story, although creepy Mm -hmm. to experience. We appreciate you taking the time to write us at, it's on like 3 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe you were having a nightmare about that and you just felt compelled to let us know. And she missed us. She missed our episode. Yes. She said. We like when we are missed. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now it's your turn. So it's my turn. I have our third story today, and it is titled Roommate from the Other Side. Oh, Mm. ghosties. Ghosties. We love ghosties, and they love Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) I don't love my ghosties. Oh, I just said that in my house. I love you. Leave me alone. (laughs) We love you. Be nice to Jessica and Safira. Lovely and lucid ladies. Your podcast has been music to my ears for the past several months. You see, I am a recent empty nester with my son leaving for college in September and having such a quiet house these days feels odd. Yeah. So 
What better way to fill the space than with your lovely voices detailing hideous crimes and spooky creatures? (laughs) Thank you for calling our voices lovely because I am a crypt keeper. (laughs) (laughs) And we do not look lovely. (laughs) The pictures we post on social media. Those are the days. We are lovely then. Look lovely. (laughs) We're the hag and the princess. (laughs) The hag and the goddess. Exactly. We can embrace both sides. We are What's her name? Oh, we are yes. we are Perchton. <laughs> I think we said that when we <laughs> recorded that episode. We've called ourselves trolls and hags on several episodes yes, lately. We have. So thank you for saying we're lovely. I listen to you often while cooking dinner for myself or working from home. I don't know either of you, but I feel like we have so much in common, especially when Kendra talks about her older kids here and there on the podcast. Mm -hmm. My son just took off to New York City for art college, so I know what it's like to raise those creative types. New York is such a long way. Wait, where's she from? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> oh. So I am Mindy and I live in Bend, Oregon. That's a ways. Yeah. Other coast. Yeah. But it makes sense. Kids always want to go far away from home. Farthest place. Yes. Not me. I went seven hours. I went I've been three. here for <laughs> forever. Bend, Oregon is a very liberal place, similar to Boulder. So I connect with both of you on many of your social topics as well. Okay. I am also happily divorced now for eight years. <laughs> I understand what it's like to start over and come back to yourself after spending years in an unhappy place. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people have that. Yeah. We would get along because we've realized that all of our friends are divorcees. Yes. (laughs) Typically with one child. That's a girl. (laughs) Right. So Mindy, you would be part of our tribe. Yeah. So why did I decide to write this email to you? Well, I have had a rather interesting time these past few months living on my own. You see, I had a large four-bedroom house while raising my kid and being married. Now he's all grown up and I felt it was time to downsize. What does a single woman need with 2,500 square feet? I hear you. Start a business. (laughs) (laughs) Too much to clean and too many empty rooms. Mm -hmm. So I sold that home and moved to downtown Bend. I've never lived in a downtown area, and I looked forward to visiting the local coffee shops, the stores, mm-hmm. and restaurants on a daily basis. I get it. Everything, I want yeah. yeah, everything within walking distance. You don't need to really... Car. You don't ever leave yeah. your little bubble. I think both of you would really like Bend if you haven't visited here before. I'm pretty sure I'd love all of Oregon, so... Yeah. It seems like your vibe. Yeah. It's my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to host you sometime if you ever make it out this way. I promise I won't be a crazy fangirl. I was about okay. to say, I don't know if I could trust you. I was yet. about to we're, say, you may we're be, getting there. Maybe you're going to chop us up into tiny bits. I don't know. <laughs> we're kidding, Mindy. That's just our humor. You know that if you've listened. Mm-hmm. So I found this cute little two bedroom place that is located right above an old store. It has been updated with all the modern touches and comforts you expect, but with the downtown being built in the 1900s, it still retains that old timey character that I truly love. That sounds really cool. I want your life, Mindy. <laughs> Maybe not. I haven't read your whole story yet. <laughs> we're just all over the place right now. <laughs> we're drinking wine tonight, so we're spicy. This is when we get to have a little bit of fun. This is our no pressure episode. Yes. We don't have to worry about getting dates right. We just have to read your stories poorly yeah. as we do. <laughs> we just have to butcher your stories a little bit. <laughs> and make fun of you. All of that. That's all we do. I love it though. <laughs> Not making fun of you. No. It's fun, but it's all in love. It is. <laughs> 
When I toured with the realtor, I was shocked that it was still available, especially when I heard the price, which was $200 cheaper than anywhere comparable. And it was in downtown Bend. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I was sold, though. Sign me up, pack my things, and I will be there. Rut row. <laughs> Too good to be true. So I moved in here early October and quickly made it my own with the girly decorations everywhere and my only companion now, my sweet rescue pup, Starla. Oh, that is a sweet name. I like it. Starla. If you ever refer to your animals, we love pictures, by the way. Yes, please. <laughs> Aside from your podcast, she is the other main company I keep and makes the place feel just a little less empty now that my kiddo is gone. Starla is a bouncy little girl. She is three years old and the love of my life. <laughs> Who needs a man when you have Starla? I'm pretty sure I loved the name Starla when I was younger. And I, like, really? I'm having a nostalgic moment right now. It is a really cute name. But I'm wondering where from. Like, I'm feeling like I'm less than 10 years old right now. With whatever <laughs> this memory is trying to pop up. Starla has never met a stranger and is too good at getting all the treats she wants from anyone whose eyes she happens to catch. <laughs> she has a face that you just cannot say no to. Okay, now we need a picture. Yeah, you got to send a picture. If you haven't, you have to send it now that we are reading your story. <laughs> Starla is the perfect pup to have in an apartment. She is only about 30 pounds. She's so well behaved. She rarely barks, whines, or makes messes. I would say she is the perfect dog. Almost. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, nobody's perfect, I guess. She eats her own poop. <laughs> <laughs> she licks her butt, <laughs> like every dog. <laughs> so I moved into my new place, and everything felt like it was moving in the right direction for this new chapter of my life. One night, about two weeks after we moved in, I had finished dinner, cleaned up the kitchen, and settled into my favorite chair to start reading a few chapters of a book before getting ready for bed. That sounds nice. <laughs> I know we were just talking about this. We're like, we need to read more. I just bought things that a are not books. for the podcast. <laughs> yes. I need to read some more like fantasy type books, not true crime books. I know. I want to get my imagination flowing again. I just started that one that I bought a while back. I mentioned I bought from Stephanie Meyer. Oh, yeah. You did mention the that. chemist. I don't know if anybody's read it yet, but I like read 20 pages last night because I was like, I'm tired of work and I, <laughs> I, need I don't want to research right now. <laughs> and I want to feel like I did something for myself. So yes. I started 20 pages at like 1.30 in the morning and that's all I read. But I was like, I started it, which will make it easier to pick it back up. Yes, it is actually my New Year's resolution. I don't really make resolutions, but <laughs> I did this thing this year on winter solstice. I saw it on TikTok. I shared it with you, Jessica, yes. where you make like promises to yourself kind mm -hmm. of and then you burn each one each day and yeah anyways one of the things that I've decided I'm going to do is embrace reading again because mm -hmm. it was something that I loved 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 love until I was probably like 40 and then I just kind of quit for the last three years and it's, I need to get back into it yeah. because it takes your mind to different places that imagination and creative yeah and it gets mm -hmm. you out of the rut that I am in right now which is staring at my screen mm -hmm. <laughs> Every it's night. true. And I don't want to watch more TV because that's just another screen. So yeah, it's and, true. And I bought the hard paperback books. I'm not I, even going to read on a Kindle or I don't even good. know if Kindles exist anymore, but whatever. Yeah, I don't. I'm all about the books. Yeah. Got to have the books, books. So if we read books that we like, then we can start our own little book club and exchange those back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're way off. Okay. Back to Mindy <laughs> reading. Mindy, congrats on reading. She's reading. <laughs> She says, 
Starla cuddled up next to my feet, as she often does, and it seemed like a normal evening at the Mindy residence. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Unbeknownst to me and Starla, this night would be the first of a few events that would occur over the upcoming weeks. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. I was about halfway through a chapter of my book that I had sworn to myself was going to be the last one I finished before heading to bed. (laughs) Can't ever say that to yourself. (laughs) I will be up till 5 Mm a.m. When I heard a creaking sound. Mm. It was a familiar sound as I had noticed a spot in my room right next to my bed that was one of those weak spots in the floor that just makes a creaky, squeaky sound when you apply weight to it. Just part of living in an old historic home. Right. This particular board on the right side of my bed made a high-pitched squeak that must have been on a frequency that really bothered Starla because she always cocked her head sideways when I hit that exact floorboard. Oh, I just pictured her. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. There were plenty of other creaky spots throughout the house, but this one was unique. And I know I sound crazy, but it just sounded different in the way when you stepped on it. And I knew when I heard that creak that it was that floorboard. Yeah, I I get it. I I get it, girl. Yeah. I have the same weird noises in my house. I, like, I know where they're coming from. You know what And part. I'm like, mm, how though? And it is true. Like, even if you have creaky boards all over the house, they do make different noises. They and do. you know which one is what. Yeah. They're piano keys. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Starla jumped up and made the same little face she always makes every time I accidentally find that spot in my room. Mm. So the dog knew it too. And she's looking at it. She's like, who are you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there is no one else in the house except this person. And you have to have a decent amount of weight to make that floorboard sound the way that it was. So my first thought is that something or someone has to be in my bedroom to have disrupted that exact spot. Mm. So to say I'm a little freaked out would be an understatement. You look down on the side of your bed and it's a ball. (laughs) (laughs) That rolled out. Yeah. Or it's a... It's a box that you have to open. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's the creepy toy from uh, Saw <laughs> that has no. rolled out on a skateboard. No, <laughs> on an electrical skateboard. <laughs> it's modern times. <laughs> and he's like, would you like to play a game? <laughs> and then Starla attacks it. <laughs> Starla's like, no, fuck you. Starla looks up at me wondering what to do next. Not much of a guard dog, this one. <laughs> but at least she's cute. Yes, of course. My room is dark, so from where I'm sitting, I can't see anything inside the room, but I muster up enough courage to go towards the room. But don't worry. First, I stopped by the kitchen and grabbed a knife because good. this girl is no fool. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into the bedroom and I shine my phone flashlight in quickly before turning on the overhead light. Nothing's there. Maybe I was just hearing things or in my mind I made it sound like the creek by my bed. I had been reading a kind of scary book, so maybe I just had myself all worked up. I <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always do when stuff yeah. happens. We're like, oh no, it's like we what is the word? We We're already on edge. Write ourselves bit. off. Yeah. yeah. I did go over to where the floorboard was and I touched it with just my hand to see if it would make noise without a full weight being applied to it, but it didn't. Mm. Did you look under the bed first? I'm a little concerned for you right now. Right? Fuck girl. (laughs) She didn't say that. I walked onto it and heard the sound, which was distinct and was definitely the same noise I had just heard a few minutes ago. Mm. Starla, my brave puppy, is standing in my doorway. (laughs) She's like, you're crazy. Get out of there. (laughs) But she won't come into the bedroom, Uh, which is strange. Yeah. I call her into me and she doesn't budge. This is unlike her. Starla is usually stuck to me like glue. So it was odd to say the least. I have a platform bed, so nothing could get underneath. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh. That's good. My closet door is wide open, and honestly, 
it's an old house. Closet's not that big, so nobody could really fit in there if they wanted to, especially with all of my shoes and purses <laughs> stuffed in there. Trust me, I had already put max capacity in that closet. Yeah, yeah you got to size down. <laughs> so I knew immediately that no one was in the room. The window was shut. It's an old place. I'm sure it was nothing and convinced myself to just calm down. But I did grab my blanket off the bed and Starla and I slept on the couch that night just yeah. to feel a little more in control. Starla didn't even want to go in there. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to sleep without my dog. She says, this is a good plan, mom. And animals know. They do know. When your animal's acting weird, that's when, yeah, you got to take note. Mm -hmm. All was fine for a few days after that. We went back to sleeping in my bedroom eventually. Starla cuddled up at the foot of the bed with me per usual. But three days after the initial creak, I was awakened around 2 a.m. by a sound that I can only describe as a low guttural moan. Ugh. Like, in my mind, it's something you would expect from, I don't know, a zombie, maybe? <sighs> okay. <sighs> I was about to say, do you give me a noise effect. And you see, Jessica's already on it. <laughs> <sighs> that just sounds wrong. <laughs> Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> what I just thought of is doing that. You're like, uh, I, I can't even do it again. And then we just laugh like that after. That would be creepier. Like if you're in bed and you wake up and <laughs> yeah. you hear this. And then. <laughs> that would, that fuck would fuck me up way more than a guttural moaning noise. That would fuck my world. I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> Sell this house. Burn it to the ground. I don't even know what to do. I wish I could crawl walls at that point. <laughs> It felt like it was coming from right by the foot of my bed. I sat up in bed and Starla rushed up next to my side. Oh, no. That's how you know. Yeah. And then she started barking. Oh. Barking like I had never heard this dog go off before. Aww. She was looking straight at the foot of my bed where I had just heard the moaning sound come from. And then another moaning sound came from the same place. That just gave me chills. Yeah. And my heart skipped several beats. Only three. <laughs> I counted. No, okay. She didn't say that. I said that. <laughs> Starla stopped barking and I see her tail go between her legs and then she just begins whimpering. Oh, poor baby. Like, she's afraid. Yeah. She is backing up even more towards me, into me. I am completely freaked out. I'm frozen with fright. I'm not real sure what to do. That's when you need those clap on lights. <laughs> clap on. But out of somewhere, my voice came out of me and I said firmly, be quiet. Leave us alone. God, I do that all the time. I guess like, I don't and know I'm what else you would do. Too. Like, I'm terrified too a lot of times. And that's all you can do is just be like, shut up. Fuck you, dude. Go I'm away. I'm sleeping here. Leave us alone. Stop moaning. Are you hurt? <laughs> Go find some water. Are you thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> no more noises came out and Starla stopped whimpering. So I assume whatever presence had been there was now gone. It listened. They don't like being told what to do. Uh oh. <laughs> they walk away with their tails between their legs. They're like, oh, she's mean. <laughs> They're supposed to be scared of us. What the fuck? She's supposed to scream. This is not going the way I planned. She screamed just in her head. <laughs> I imagine Monsters, Inc. Why do I always bring up Disney movies? But remember, know. they would train right. them to go in and scare people. Yeah. And wasn't that the whole premise is that you, the scarier you were, the more yeah. you got promoted? Yeah, or we talked about that once, I think. So this moaning, whatever the fuck this is. He's like, oh, I didn't do a good like, job. I'm not going to get my performance review now. Oh, Thanks. Damn it. <laughs> 
Once again, I gathered up my blankets and Starla and I scooted off to the living room couch. (laughs) I couldn't sleep after that, so I began researching some ideas for how to clear a home of spirits. I knew I would be visiting the nearest crystal shop tomorrow morning for sure. Time to get some sage. (laughs) Somehow I drifted back off to sleep with no further events. I did sage our house and I recited a cleansing spell that I was given by the local witchy shop. Can't hurt, right? Nice. Good job. That's what I would do. I don't know. Can't hurt. Things seemed to be normal for the next week or so, and Starla and I settled back into our routine. I had signed a 12-month lease for this place, and there were not a lot of other options, so leaving didn't seem like the likely next step. Whatever this presence was, we had to learn to live together for the sake of my finances. (laughs) (laughs) That's why things happen in life, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) For the sake of our finances. Otherwise, we would be doing much different things. Yes. So, I mean, for sure. Jump forward to Thanksgiving and my son flew home to see me from New York City. He was staying in the second bedroom and I was so thrilled to have my child in my new place. (laughs) I couldn't wait to show him around my new downtown favorite spots in Bend. Yeah. One morning after he had been there for a couple nights, he mentioned that his room was way too cold and it had awakened him in the middle of the night. Mm. He said he was blowing his breath while in the room. Oh, that's cold. He had been fine the two nights before, but he thought maybe the heat had been turned off during the night accidentally and he asked if I had experienced the coldness too. I did not, and I checked the thermostat. It was set on 72, nice and warm everywhere else in the house. I went into the bedroom he was staying in, and it felt like the rest of the house, nothing odd. The window was closed tight. It wasn't drafty. wasn't perfect either. It's an old place after all. But nothing that should have made it cold enough for him to blow his breath. Yeah, that's pretty cold. That's weird. He was there a few more nights before flying back home, and nothing out of the ordinary happened again. I drove him to the airport and then I cried all the way back home because I was just Mm. going to miss him so damn much. Mm -hmm. I did have Starla in the back seat and it was just us girls again. That night we went to bed like usual after reading another chapter of my book and we fell asleep quickly. 2 a.m. again. I'm startled awake. This time it's a scratching noise. Oh, the terrible 2 (laughs) a.m.s. Fuck. It's coming from my closet. Oh, no. Is there a raccoon in my wall? What the hell? It's really loud. No, it's just a tomte. A what? A tomte. Or a tomte. It's it's from Santa and Krampus. (laughs) The little gnomes that hide in the little attic areas. Guttering around. (laughs) Yeah. Starla jumps up. She's not barking, but she does have her tail between her legs again, and she seems afraid. The scratching continues consistently. It sounds like someone is etching a message in the wall or something. Oh, no. I'm not sure even how to describe it, but my heart is in my stomach as I listen. I know that it isn't just a mouse or old pipes or whatever else you would want to write it off as. It literally sounds like someone is behind the wall of my closet and trying to get out. Mm. What kind of freaky possessed place did I sign up for? What kind of store was below her? Did she say? She didn't say. Oh, darn. If you're moving into an old place, I think you have to do some research. Some research. Yep. Uh, but she cleared the place. But that maybe she needs to clear the store. Maybe that's what I'm what's saying. Underneath what's it. underneath? Because that's where most devil worshippers. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean that's where most people are going to be walking in and out of that place. Mm. I don't know. You never know. Old places have so much history. They're beautiful, but then this is why newer construction is more welcoming to me when I think about ghosts. But you never know what the land has been through. Exactly. Even when you buy a new house. It doesn't house. matter. Once again, I say loudly and firmly, stop it. I'm trying to sleep. And it just stopped. 
Oh, I wish Safira would stop when I <laughs> ask her to. <laughs> the ghost will listen to you, but not Safira. <laughs> I am beyond scared now. I turn on every single light in my house. <laughs> Maybe I need to start yelling at the ghost instead of Safira when she's getting that crazy at night. It's working for Mindy. Ah. After I turn on all the lights, I decide to look in my closet. Maybe it was just a mouse. Maybe there's some other explanation that doesn't involve a creepy poltergeist or a demon. Oh, no. <laughs> Scratched into, like, the wall. I'm coming for you. Where it says, I am here. And I said, no. <laughs> I will not shut up. <laughs> I want to talk. When I pulled out several pairs of shoes and looked in the back right-hand part of my closet, I didn't see any little rodents. But what I did find was a small cutout in the wall. Mm. Like, perhaps where a construction crew had accessed a pipe or something in the past. Since okay. That would make sense for the pipes to be passing through and into my bathroom. I am convinced now that must be the source of where the scratching noise was coming from. I see that the little area will open up, but it seems to be sealed tightly. And I don't want to mess up the condo that isn't my own. So I decided to just leave it alone. But mm. like I said before, this girl is not a fool. So I went and found two dumbbells weighing around 20 pounds each. They were in my spare bedroom as if I was ever actually going to use them to work out. <laughs> I have little dumbbells in my bathroom and I've had them there for how long? Why are they in my bathroom, first of all? I have no idea. <laughs> so we all do the same thing. We all do the same thing. We all thing. buy this shit with and good intentions. And I keep intentions. like sweeping around them and in between them. And I'm like, why are they in my bathroom? I never question it. I just don't pick them up. They're just in my fucking bathroom. I've moved dumbbells to like five houses now. <laughs> So back to the dumbbells <laughs> those <laughs> that dumb nobody uses, bells. apparently. So I placed those right in front of the little cutout and then tucked everything else back into my closet. If something was scratching to get out of that little cubby, they were going to have to work for it by pressing against 40 pounds of metal. Oh, geez. <laughs> in my twisted little sleep deprived brain, it seemed like a good solution. Starla and I went back to bed and had an uneventful rest of the night. It is now early December when I am writing this letter to you, and those are my experiences so far. Okay. I am hoping this is just all in my head, an overactive imagination from reading too many books and listening to spooky podcasts, but for some reason, I cannot shake the feeling that I have a ghostly roommate living with me, one who isn't doing its part to pay the rent. <laughs> no, it's not. I'd say you do, if Starla is aware of it as well. Yeah, I think the dog is a big yeah, it's a tell. piece of it. They pop up to say hello at the most inopportune times and scare the bejesus out of me and Starla. <laughs> Are you going to put creamer in? Boo. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Why do ghosts always have to bother you when you're trying to fucking sleep? Like, can't they just show up at lunchtime? I know. <laughs> it's not fair. But so far, other than these events, it doesn't feel like the entity residing in my house is malicious or evil. Maybe okay. they just want to be friends. <laughs> in a scary way. I did reach out to my landlord and asked if they had heard any similar stories from past tenants. And to be honest, they acted a little weird about it. Oh. They paused for a hot minute. Oh. And then said, nope, this is the first I've ever heard of something like that. Which makes me think this is the hundredth time they've heard something like this. And or they're just young and they actually haven't had anybody ask about ghosts before. Right. But I guess that is why they rent it for $200 cheaper than the rest of the places yeah. in downtown. That's true. So that's my story. It is still ongoing. And by the time this makes it to you, I may have several other tales to tell of my otherworldly roommate. Let me know if you want to hear updates. Hopefully you're playing Scrabble now or something. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 
the ghost knows that you're lonely because your son left. And no, but she's not. She has Starla. Yeah, you're right. She's actually quite content, it sounds like. Yeah, she's good. She's reading a <laughs> book every night. Like, she's living the she's life I coffee, want one day. walking where she wants. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me your podcast every week and for just being who you are. You ladies are a delightful addition to my week. Yay. Stay lucid. Thank you. Aww. Thank you, Mindy. That was an interesting story. Uh, sounds like you could have another lab report for us in the future. Sounds like you kind of live the life I have, but it's a little bit crazier over here. Yeah. All night long. Yeah. Your cat's like going crazy. Yeah. But I feel you, Mindy. I know where you're at. It's hard because it's really hard, especially because you you're tired. You know, you get really tired and you just want to sleep forever. <laughs> I have my cat on my lap as we're talking right now. And every time Safira comes over, we both get distracted. We do. And we don't even know what to say because we're just staring at the cat. And, and she's, she's doing something with her paw. She's that's needing, really cute. She's, <laughs> she's, she's like, needing the air. <laughs> she's making biscuits. Is that what with, they call it? That's yeah. right. I've seen that in yeah. a video. Making biscuits. She's, she's making, making biscuits. air biscuits right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's busy working. It's my mama. <laughs> All right, so I have the fourth lab report. Yep, this is a longer title. It says, am I lucid dreaming Are or you? is it really happening? Ooh. Which is my real life? Oh, that oh. sounds very confusing. <laughs> lucid gals, I'm so excited to be sending you a lab report because I definitely have something to report. Okay. You two are great. I love how you are together. You put the real you out there. I can tell. I'm sure there are things that you do not put out there, but just from <laughs> your back and forth, I feel like I know you both and we would get along. Probably. So we're friends in my head. My delusions are the best part of me. So go with it. <laughs> in her dreams, exactly. which may be real life, which we're may be all real life. besties. Yep. But that is exactly why I'm writing in because what goes on in my head is wild and I would love your take on it. And I wouldn't be writing in unless I listened to your lucid dreaming episode. I'm the weirdo who starts listening to podcasts wherever I start and do not go backwards. But when I ran out, I scrolled through your other episodes and saw that your first episode was lucid dreaming and I knew I had to listen to it, okay. which meant I had to listen to what came after. So I'm all caught up now. Good. <laughs> A bit out of order, but I loved every episode. You don't have to listen to us in order. <laughs> we are all over the place. I mean, you may not That's true. get some of the references, I guess, if you didn't listen to earlier episodes, but for the most part, you get like 95% of it. Especially Especially when I'm going back to like creatures we've talked about. Yeah, because I think in every episode we end up referencing one we of do. our past episodes or a past conversation. And mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those you had to be there moments. But and it just sounds like we're talking gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we sound like we're talking gibberish many times anyways. But <laughs> she says, ah, once you've binged something, you don't want it to stop. But now I am like a lot of your listeners and I have to patiently wait each week. But yeah. that's OK. You're not superhuman. We, or are you? We wish we were. <laughs> I don't know. We might have some superhuman strengths that we just don't share. When I go to bed each night, I kind of feel that I am with how much I accomplish each day. How much shit is thrown our way. Yeah. And we do a lot. We do a lot. I think all women are superhuman, honestly. Yep. I think we have an extra something everything. that allows. <laughs> an extra everything. We can just deal with a lot more. Okay, so here I go. Oh, and by the way, my name is Zane. Uh-oh, is this a guy then? I just said us women. I am a girl. Okay. But my dad <laughs> thought it would be super rad to name me Zany. I think it's Zany or Zanny. And Zane just stuck after some years. Okay. I get a lot of looks when people ask my name, but I love it. I didn't when I was young, but now it's like a superpower. It is cool to have a unique name. I yeah. have a unique name, so 
I, you I think never Kendra hated. is unique? I never <laughs> met another Kendra my really? whole life growing up. I've at least worked with two other Kendras. I n- there was never any other Kendras and they were growing from Texas. up. That's weird. Is that a Texas thing? I was in Germany when my parents named me. Oh. So it's definitely not a Texas <laughs> thing. But it became popular after The Girls Next Door because of Kendra Wilkinson. Oh, yeah. And so there's a lot of younger Kendras because of that show. But like, no, I never met any Kendras growing up. I always had a unique name. Interesting. Mine is the least unique name. <laughs> there's a lot of Jessicas. <laughs> yeah. Especially around that generation. I had a lot of Jessicas, a lot of Jennifers. Jennifers and Lindsay's were really common. Lindsay and Jamie and Jason's. My brother was Jason. My ex-husband was Jason. My best friend was Jason. All of my friends married Jason's. Like, I couldn't get away from that name. Yeah. (laughs) I won't ever date another Jason. You could be like everything I've ever wanted in a person. So no Jason Momoa for you. No. No. He has his red flags. Come on. You gotta admit it. And he just got divorced with Lisa Bonet and they'd been married forever and ever. And Mm -hmm. anyways, tangent. Sorry. Yep. Here we go. (laughs) That's what we do. So for the longest time, I have always had super vivid dreams, very detailed, and I always remembered a lot about them. I'm 36 now, but when I was around 16 years old, I started having recurring vivid dreams. Not recurring in the sense that I dreamt the same exact thing regularly, but that I always went back to the same places and people. Mm. And it has grown with me. Things have changed alongside my life. Here. Okay. Let me explain. That is what I am here to do, but I always have trouble talking about this. I have only told a couple of people because I sound ridiculous. You're in good company. We sound ridiculous all the time. Literally right now. And we have a cat (laughs) who's going ridiculous meowing right now too (laughs) you guys can never hear it but she's at my feet and she's like hello mom pay attention pay attention and she says i'm sorry but i apologize right now because this might be a long read okay i am not 100 that it started when i was 16 that is just when i remember acknowledging it for the first time seriously when i go to sleep i go to another life wow not just a crazy dream kind of like that idea another life i want another life if it's a good life right i don't know yet (laughs) maybe it's a scary life I am someone else. I know people. I know the places I go. I live there. I grew up there. And when I go back, I start back where I left off. So it's like a whole, like entering a video game almost, right? Kind of. Like, yeah. Like adventure. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. My first solid memory of it, I was what I'm guessing to be about 20 years old, which was weird because I was younger than that, but I was older when I went to sleep. And I felt older. I knew how to be that age. I didn't have to learn. It was natural. It was just me. My name is Sully there. When it started, I had my own amazing little place. I worked at an art slash unique flower shop. Plants and flowers I don't recognize here. At least not those you can easily go grab from the grocery store. Hmm. The art was unique too. I mean, we see art in all kinds of ways now, but it seemed more like of the time when I was there, if that makes sense. It was made of everyday objects. I just remember feeling the sense of nothing goes to waste. So it's just made from whatever they find, like recycled materials. I'm guessing. That sounds... I I mean, I have seen stuff like that. It's pretty neat when you see it. I like when they do that because they take what would otherwise be trash and make it into art. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah. It was, is a small city. Everyone knows each other, but we do have visitors and tourists that come from time to time. People I do not recognize. Memory of them is a little fuzzy when I wake up, but I know that they were there. Hmm. Even now I am finding it difficult to talk about this because I'm trying to explain my past there, but I'm still there and I'm here. So she has two pasts because she has two lives. Yeah. 
I have gotten better about separating the two, but I find myself feeling like I am two people. That would be hard. You're like living two different realities. It can be very disorienting at times. I hope you don't think I'm crazy, but here we are. (laughs) Cats out of the bag. (laughs) I think the best way to explain this is to start from the past there and lead you to the now there. So I am 20. I'm independent and working. I loved my friends and my little neighborhood, but things are different there. Not just the art and flowers, but everything, but not different in a way that I can't connect it back to here. It's almost like here, but not. (laughs) I totally get this conversation right now. Okay. So how do you explain things? It's Coraline. (laughs) Oh. I'm thinking like, didn't you call her not mother? Yeah, not mother. I don't know. That's where my mind went. Okay. Yeah. Apparently I always bring up kids movies. Yeah. I know, but they they are made by adults. Yeah. Neighborhoods are similar to here, but the trees are different. The grass is different. The sky is different. The food is different, except one thing I'll explain here in a second. Clothing is different. Buildings were different. Smells are different. Breathing is different. And there are no cars. There Mm -hmm. is a train, though. Okay. My day started with waking up in my little bed. I went to sleep here and I woke up there. I had a bedspread that was beautifully crocheted, all different colors with little flowers popping out on top. I had gray wood floors and tons of plants hanging from the ceiling and on top of almost every surface. My place was small but filled with art. I had a purple Victorian looking couch and a small kitchen with a huge pizza stone oven that went from floor to ceiling. That sounds nice. I want one. (laughs) It was standard in every place. We didn't only cook pizza in it, but pizza was huge and still is. It's as common as sandwiches. Pizza is pretty common in this reality too, but all kinds of pizzas with every topping imaginable was just as common as macaroni and cheese there. Hmm. My door had a curved top. All the doors did everywhere. Okay. (laughs) That's cool. Instead of square, like everything's square here. Yeah. Don't be so square. (laughs) Don't be a square. (laughs) Be round. Every morning I would wake up and make a morning drink. The closest thing that I can compare it to here is like a warm spiced milk. That is our coffee there. After I would get dressed, I love my clothes there and I dress similarly here now as well, to an extent. My wardrobe was very colorful and antique looking. My favorite outfit at that age was a pair of overalls that had lace bell bottoms. Sounds pretty amazing. (laughs) I still can't explain it, but the clothes are seamless. I have no idea how the clothes are made. It's a weird thing to mention, but it's true and has remained a question of mine all these years. How do you get them on? I guess they still have zippers and snaps and... Well, I think what she's saying is like you can't see where they were sewed together. That's like the aliens. (laughs) That takes me back to, uh, was it Travis Walton? Or it's like, it's just in the future. You step into a machine and it just makes it Just molds it around your body and it melts. It's just, it's not What fit would you like? Tight? Loose? (laughs) (laughs) After getting dressed, I would do my hair. Unlike me today, I had very long curly hair and it didn't take much to put up. It was messy and beautiful. Imagine the lady from the magic school bus with brown hair. That was me (laughs) at 20. A couple years later, I met a boy. His name is Steven, not Steven or Stefan or Stefan, but Steven. She gave me a pronunciation here. We fell in love quickly. He was a carpenter. He made the most beautiful handmade trunks and boxes. It sounds like a simple, magical, pre-modern place, but it wasn't. It was and is highly advanced. Our train, it's like transporting through time. It's like the magic school bus, only a train. And she's Miss Frizzle. I know, but she didn't drive the train. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go to this reality. It sounds kind of cool. Two years later, we had our first child, Finn. He was a beautiful baby, and I mean beautiful. 
He was born with a full head of golden curly hair with blue eyes. He didn't look like either one of us, but that was normal. I can't explain it. (laughs) When he reached two to three years old, he was a naughty little kid. Always getting into things. I guess that's normal too. I wouldn't know here because I don't have any children. And this may sound weird, but I think I haven't found a match here because I already have a family elsewhere. Hmm. I just haven't cared about that here enough. And I focused on my business and friends. Yeah, because her like soulmate or whatever love interest has already been fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. And that'd be weird to repeat that in this reality. Maybe because you already have kids you care about and love there. Yeah, it would be. be hard to do both. I know. And now all of a sudden I'm just thinking of those men who have multiple families in different time zones. <laughs> I saw something somewhere on social media and it was like, you know that women are the main caregivers of a family because you never hear about a woman having a whole nother life. That's true. But men have double lives all the fucking time. Yeah. So, yes. Except for this woman, she has. Although she says that is changing, which I will explain here in a little bit. But for the longest time, finding the one and having a family just hasn't been in the cars for me here. When Finn was five, we had our second child, Recky. Like Becky, but Recky. And Recky is a girl. She did look a little bit more like me and definitely has my temperament and an affinity for creativity. At this point, I was no longer working at the flower shop and Steven, sorry, I'm having a hard time saying just Steven <laughs> instead of a different Looks name. Looks like Steven, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Didn't build boxes anymore. I was head of the community theater and Steven was an accountant of sorts. I loved the theater. Our community was all about the arts. Everyone was involved in one way or another and everyone celebrated each other's talents. This sounds like the utopian society where you get to do what you actually want to do instead of having to just work a job because you need money. (laughs) And he wanted to be an accountant. (laughs) Maybe Um, like numbers. I don't know. Yeah, I guess not for him, but for her, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. It does sound like a dream. Just typing this up, it sounds too good to be true. But it wasn't all good. There were fights. Some people didn't get along. There were competitions, tension, anger, jealousy, all of the things that we have here. But it still wasn't as chaotic. Or at least there wasn't a feeling of chaos. It was just about finding a way to move past situations. Yeah. They talked it out instead of just yeah. bombing here, other have, countries or have something. have my tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> when both of our kids were in school... Recky had just started. We had moved into a new home. It was actually near the flower shop I used to work at. Kids started school at the age of seven. Yes, there was school, but it wasn't like school here. It was more of a trade school system. They find out what kids like or excel in, and there is more of a focus on that. They do everything else too, but it wasn't as structured as school is today, and school is only until age 16, not 18. I like this. My kids (laughs) would like this. (laughs) I know. I think all the kids would like this. Finn was an amazing little mathematician, and Recky loved anything having to do with plants and animals. Oh, and the animals. Yes, we have almost everything you see here, but also animals that I imagine are more like those that are extinct today, like dodos. Mm. Remember those? Yeah. We had two parrots and three cats, one white, one orange, and one calico. And Recky had a ton of insects. Most died pretty often, but she kept coming home with a new one every day that she wanted to observe. She's a little... She's a little scientist. That's the one Um, entomologist or something like that. I don't know. I'm trying to sound smart and I'm not. She's all the things right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
When Ricky was 10, she actually won first place at her science fair for successfully breeding and raising lizards. <laughs> that sounds like my kids. They both had lizards when they were younger. I had lizards too when we were younger. We didn't breed them. Or did we? They did. My on- brothers did. Yeah. They had a, in the school district where both of my kids went, I think it was like third grade, they had geckos oh, and there would be yeah. like 10 of them left and they would do a raffle and both of oh. my kids won geckos. And so we raised little geckos and you had to feed them live crickets. Yeah. They were cute. Yeah. She said they were beautiful lizards. Shape-wise, they look like the lizards you might find scurrying along in desert areas in the U.S. today, but they had colors like chameleons. Hmm. Finn found an interest in music when he was 12 and until this day plays an instrument similar to a trombone, but it has three tubes and bells. (laughs) Don't ask me how it works. That's just what it looks like. It's a thrombone. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Thank you. What does it sound like, Kendra? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) my brother played trombone. And let me tell you, it's not a pretty sounding (laughs) instrument. (laughs) That would just not make me happy to hear that at any time of the day. I'm pretty sure. Unless it was part of an entire ensemble. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine when you're like in a jazz band or something. But (laughs) I haven't mentioned my parents in this other reality because I don't seem to have any. (laughs) All these years, I haven't spoken about them, but I do have a teacher that I recognize as a teacher from my childhood anyway, that I'm very close with and is a father figure to me. His name is Joff. Joff? Like Joffrey? Joffrey. Ah, From Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I always bring that I show hated up. that fucking little kid so Everyone much. Everyone hated the entire, him. All the seasons. What was it? At least he gets what's coming to him. I, I won't know. spoil it, but he gets what's coming to him. He was such an evil little shit. You know that that actor had to quit acting? Oh, no. Because of that? Now I feel bad. And I read that all of the people who worked with him said that that actor in real life was like the kindest, the sweetest. sweetest boy oh, no. man ever. That sucks. Yeah. I take it back. Joffrey, come back. But he did a great job embodying I, that I mean, little asshole. <laughs> I think that, and that's why everybody hated him for it, because yep. he was so good at being a little fucking asshole. <laughs> Anyway, her Joff, not Joffrey, (laughs) he is sort of like my advisor in life. Okay. One of his goals is to protect my family and see us succeed in whatever we want to do. To be honest, when I think of him now, he has always given me the vibe of Dumbledore and how I imagine Einstein might be like. Okay. Not a bad person to have as your guide. But now I'm just imagining a tiny Einstein with like a wizard hat. (laughs) Anyway, he was an interesting character, but even as I write this, he just feels like my very dear friend. Stevan's parents are present and are over to the house almost every other day. So yeah, that is interesting. So you don't get rid of your in-laws. It's not a full <laughs> paradise <laughs> unless you don't have in-laws. Skipping forward a few years, Stevan was in an accident on his way home from work. Oh no. He broke his leg. He was helping a shop owner hang a new sign that he created. He started to dabble again in woodwork and do odd jobs here and there because he missed it. He fell from a ladder and hit the ground foot first. I remember it being very hard on us because I was already so busy. I was still running the theater and we were in the middle of focusing on a big production. Finn stepped up and helped me take care of things at home as much as he could, but he had a new sweet girlfriend at the time. They really liked each other and she was over quite often, but with him having to be more attentive to us, it took a toll on their young relationship and it ended. Mm. He was heartbroken and depressed for months after his first love, and I felt like it was my fault because I was caring too much. Mm. It's hard to watch your kids go through heartbreak. Yeah. Last year, I stepped down as head of the theater. Today, I am 40 years old, and instead, I am working for a prominent family and organizing their events. 
It is fun, but I really dislike one of the men in the family. He is one of the only people I would label evil all the years I have been in this other reality. Hmm. It's like evil creeping in. Why is it coming coming in? in? Because that's what happens. I'm in the midst of it now and I can't explain why. He hasn't done anything crazy, but it seems like his goal is to make my life difficult and I don't know why. He just has it in for me and tries to throw me under the bus for a lot of things. Just last week, he told the wife of the family that I work for that I purposely sabotaged an event by having the guest speaker arrive at another venue, holding up the start of it by quite a bit. I did not, obviously, but he is always trying to belittle me in any way that he can and turn people against me. Sounds like an asshole. It does. I chose this job because it has been less demanding and Stevan never fully recovered. Thankfully, his job doesn't require physical work, but he doesn't have the mobility that he used to. I know it frustrates him, but there is nothing that we can do. Finn is now 16 and about to finish school. Recky is all about her plants and bugs still, and we recently lost our calico kitty. So we are all a little bit sore from that. But here I am writing to you and I live an entirely separate life otherwise. Crazy. Like I can't (laughs) wrap my mind around that. But it would kind of be cool because every night that you go to bed, you're like, oh, what's going to happen in my other life? (laughs) I don't know. To have kids, though, that's so intimate. You know, it's like. Yeah. And to feel all of those feelings like you have. Yeah. It's it's like being. That would be Immersed in a real life. What if if there's another me that goes to bed and dreams of the life that she has here? Me with my daughter here wakes up and, and that's all she thinks about is my daughter. Isn't that in weird? Her like life. my brain is gonna like explode trying to think about this. There is a trend going on about the lamp. Have you seen that? No. The lamp? It's a trend on TikTok and it's about very similar to this in a way. It's like somebody's going along their whole life with wife and kids, and then they see a lamp that's not acting the way that a lamp is supposed to, and then they realize that they're not in reality. I'm not explaining it well, but there's a trend on TikTok. You should check it out because you'd be okay. interested in it. But I keep seeing it now because, of course, you watch one video and then they're like, here's a hundred more. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Even though one you didn't mean to, it's like you put your your phone down for two seconds (laughs) and you like moved on to something else. And they're like, oh, you really like this, didn't you? And I'm like, no, I did not. (laughs) I actually hated that. Thank you for reminding me of it every five seconds. So she says, what do you make of it? It doesn't sound like a dream, does it? It doesn't sound like a lucid dream either. No. Am I living two realities? Is that the real reality and this is the dream? Yeah. I have come to terms with it the best way that I can. Really, the only way to do it is to try and not understand it. It just is. Just pick the one you like most. (laughs) I don't think (laughs) put all your energy there. It is not multiple timelines because there I'm older and I'm not that much older. It's just by a few years. Why am I older? Again, I haven't figured that out yet. And I look Mm -hmm. different. Everything is different in some way. So that can't be it. She is in the matrix. She has cracked the matrix and she's seeing her real life. And the rest of us are still hooked up to those batteries living our simulation. I don't know. I don't know. She's making some shit up too. And she says, and why am I such a mom over there? (laughs) I'm so focused on family. And in this life, I'm kind of allergic to the idea. I mean, like I said, that is changing. I'm starting to wonder if I'm wasting my life away here. Yeah, by being sucked into the other one. If so, what is the point of being in two places at once? I'm struggling with it. Yeah, that would be a lot to handle. Yeah, what is the point? If you're like constantly kind of living to be in the other one. Right, to go to bed every night so you can join your family again. 
I won't go into too much detail now, but I did meet someone a few months ago. Uh oh. Stevan's not going to be happy. I know. He kind of reminds me of Stevan. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole point of the alternate reality is to tell her what she should do in the real life. Yeah. He's quiet, calm and sweet, but has aspirations in life that he could very well accomplish. He's very smart and he just gets me. It's still new, but I feel good about him and I am getting a little excited about what the future holds for us here. I haven't told him about this, though. How do you tell someone that you were serious about that you have an entire family that you go to (laughs) when you fall asleep? How do I do both? This is um, this is kind of wild. I don't know that you tell them. You can just say you're a vivid dreamer. Because I know, but what if men you, get threatened. What if someone dies over there and you're crying and you're sad forever? How do you, you just say you had a bad dream? You're supposed to just be okay with someone in your family dying and say I had a bad dream and move on with well, it. I'm what if you're devastated if you're for months? If you can't separate the two, it's uh, maybe this happens to everyone and that's why we get depressed. Maybe we all have these kinds of things when we dream and some mm. of us remember it and others don't. Yeah. Now, I, <laughs> it's so hard to transition back to what she's saying when we I talk a little making bit. Shit up. <laughs> I like both of us just make theories and shit I up mean, all the time. Why not? Because this is the universe why, is crazy. Existence yeah. is crazy. It could be anything that we say. And this is why we do the podcast anyways, is just to talk about yeah. stuff that we can't talk about with just anyone. And no one can judge us as we're saying it. That's true. <laughs> we're just talking to each other. <laughs> and no we one don't can judge like, each other. <laughs> no one can look at me with weird eyeballs and be like, damn, she's crazy. I don't think we ever look at each other and go, that's crazy. We just kind of go, yeah, that could happen. <laughs> I even stop Kendra sometimes. I'm like, you said that weird. And she's like, you say weird things all the time. I'm like, OK, cool. <laughs> that's where our relationship is now. <laughs> we're very blunt and open. It's great. We are. OK, but back to her. <laughs> now, I do not go there every night. Every now other, or wait, sorry. She, I think she's just saying she doesn't go there every night. Every single night she goes to bed. Oh, okay. Every other night, I'd say. And once I went a week without going there, that had to feel weird. Yeah, it would make me feel like it never existed. I'd mm-hmm. feel a little crazy. Some nights I have both dreams and also go there. So dreams she goes to the alternate reality, but she also has some other weird, like dream. a weird dream. Yeah, I remember both when I wake up. It is also very confusing, but that is my life pretty fucked up right or it's pretty cool I think it's kind of cool I don't know if I would want to live that so I know it would be really disorienting it would be like how do you just like show up for your regular job in this reality when you had something really fantastic happening in your other life and then it kind of sounds like she's just living regular life over there too yeah but it sounds more fun in a way like she's running a theater company and not anymore now she's working oh now she's with family okay well maybe (laughs) never mind most days i'm not sure but i do know that i miss it when i wake up here i feel a bit lost thankfully i have a booming little business so this is here now okay it is an easy business too i have always been good at relations kendra you mentioned having a job like this i believe but i manage partnerships and it's pretty easy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll say that (laughs) It's not rocket science. Okay. It's got its good things. So I make good money for not that much work, which has allowed me to start another business. I help small companies raise funds. That is a lot harder, but it is much more rewarding when we reach our goals. So I'm pretty busy, which helps me stay focused here and not constantly yearning for another life that might be a brain tumor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it could be. Don't say that. I had a hard time even saying the word brain tumor. It's like speaking something into existence. You're not living a brain tumor life. Nope. And a brain tumor is not in my life. I mean, you could be and in a anyone coma. anyone else's life that I love. 
She's writing from a coma. That's what I'm saying. She could be in a coma. I don't, oh, <gasps> she's writing. What if it came from another reality in the first place? What if both of us are in a coma right now? <laughs> what if we don't exist? We're not even doing this podcast. I'm just a bubble <laughs> somewhere. Admitting frequencies. <laughs> what are we? We're batteries supporting. <laughs> <laughs> she says, see, there's a reason why this is hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I have probably said more here than I think I've told any one person in a single sitting. It's a lot to take in. It is a lot. And if you don't believe me, it's absolutely fine. I wouldn't believe me either. Even if someone came to me with a story like mine, I'd think you're making that up and you need to see someone. <laughs> but I improve and I am 100% sane, I think. Anyway, thank you for reading. And if anything, I hope it makes you more curious about this life and our purpose in the cosmos. I have no clue what it all means, but it is fascinating nonetheless. Stay ever so lucid, girls. Love you. And thank you for helping me shut out the noise and learn about this reality a little bit more each day. All the weird, creepy, astonishing, and fucked up bits. Forever a fan, Zane. Oh, and P.S. Thank you for giving some of us a platform to tell our crazy stories. I don't even think Reddit could handle me. (laughs) Reddit. I don't know. I feel like you're more Reddit than I am. I honestly hadn't been in Reddit much until John Bonet, and now every fucking day I get an email about John Bonet because oh. Reddit like sees what you look oh, at, darn. and now it's yeah, like hitting me up every morning. And what am I fucking doing? I'm reading it. <laughs> I know because you're like, did I say something wrong? I was like, is there new information? Anyways, Zane, <laughs> thank you for writing in. We do not think you are weird Zane, or out there. Zane, you are sane. <laughs> Zane, you are sane. <laughs> I like it. We are crazy and kooky like that too, and honestly listening to your story makes me nostalgic in a way for like something I haven't even experienced because yeah. like what you're describing is like what I wish in a way would yeah. happen and I know it doesn't sound like it's perfect utopia or anything like that yeah. that doesn't exist life is messy no matter it just kind of sounds at. like mm, a really cool place but it's mm-hmm. like futuristic Star Wars yeah kind of community but it, it kind of doesn't even sound like that. I don't know. But it's still like our world. Yeah. Just better. <laughs> better and, in a way. And you have pizza every fucking day. Like, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> I fucking love pizza. Anything with cheese, I'm all about. She but, didn't say cheese. Oh, what if it's just pizza with sauce? What if it's just pizza with shit on top? What if it's just <laughs> bread with shit? I mean, you know, not actual not shit. shit. <laughs> Whatever the shit vegetables pizza. and fruit of... What if there's no cheese or no sauce? She so it's just explain. dry, dry bread. With but what if the other ingredients are so flavorful? You don't need that because that's why America is so freaking obsessed with cheese and to sauce. cover it all up. Maybe the cheese that they use there comes from the dodo bird. <gasps> <laughs> the dodo bird's milk. Dodo birds don't have milk because they lay eggs. They might in this <laughs> reality. And now the cows in that reality lay eggs. <laughs> Those are some big fucking eggs. Right. They make really big omelets. <laughs> well, she said that they drink spiced milk in the morning. They need a lot of milk. She didn't well, say it was cow's milk. <laughs> she didn't. She said it was like milk. We're <laughs> out there, guys. So, Zane, obviously you're that not awesome. crazy because we are fucking crazy, too. We just make shit up. But I believe you. I don't ever discount someone who says, you know, people would think I'm crazy, but this is my reality. It is your reality. You should write a book because you were named Zany or Zanny. Sorry. One of the two. (laughs) And now your name is Zane. But your name in the other reality is Sally. And you have really cool kids names. And you wear overalls with lace bell bottoms. Actually, just make a series on Netflix. I'll I'll watch it. Yeah, I will. And you'll be rich in this life. Go write a book. 
Why are you managing relations? Fuck that. Yeah. You need to write a book and be famous. Yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> I'll write it with you. I'll go meet you when you're... Oh, no. I'm just a lucid dreamer. It only exists in her reality. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, she's 10 levels above lucid. She's a time she traveler. the code. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> this was a really fun lab report. We had some great stories. This I know. Time. It was crazy. Yeah. And we are on a different mind wave or something tonight. Is that even a word? We're just talking. <laughs> so I feel like we're just blabbering a lot. So please don't ever take that the wrong way if we're cutting into your stories and going on tangents. Like, it's just what we do because most of the time we're doing true crime episodes. And yeah. this is our chance to. And we love have fun. your stories. Yes. And I think if you're continuing to write in after we do these lab reports, you already know what we do in the middle of them so I think you enjoy hearing what's our banter our interruptions <laughs> <laughs> and you never know where they will take us I know so we don't either neither do I. <laughs> yeah. I never know I spit out whatever and then we go to edit it and I'm like what the fuck am I saying I know <laughs> this is a blur we literally get through recording yes <laughs> and I don't remember saying half of what I said. No. Sometimes we're like, oh, we're drinking wine. So we don't drink we're every not. single time. Okay, guys. And we're That's not, not getting what's happening. Like, shit faced. No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's we're like sipping. a little sip every now and then. If we have it, yes. it depends on the time of the day and it depends on what we have going on. And you know what's really interesting is some of the episodes where we are like slurring or sound weird the most are some of the ones we've been completely sober on. That's so. the one where I haven't <laughs> slept and I'm extremely fucking tired. I think that is it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Anyways, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Keep sending these stories in. We're going to keep doing these on like a six week time frame. So you have that to look forward to. And we do too, because we can't wait to read them and talk about them. I adore these. This is awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. And we will be back next Tuesday with another episode. I think it's yours, right, Jessica? Yosemite. That's right. We had this conversation at the beginning. She's going to scare me away from wanting to make a trip in March to Yosemite. Yeah, that's my plan. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's not my plan, but I don't know. At least you'll have some more history of the area. True. I can share my knowledge with my kids who will roll their eyes. Yes, they will. Shut up, mom. We know about your podcast. But now maybe they know of a couple places they can stop for some history. Oh, okay. But yes, come back next Tuesday. We love you. Love you guys. If you have any reports yourself, send them in. Send them in to lucidlabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also mail us anything to P.O. Box 251 East Lake, Colorado 80614. And you know where else to find us. We're on all the social media places, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Lucid Lab Podcast, all one word. Leave nice reviews, five stars everywhere. Thank you. And we love you. And in the meantime, stay lucid, baby. <laughs> you always say that. That's why I want to. <laughs> baby. <laughs> stay lucid, baby. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Bye bye.